Coming up on this edition of the podcast, we talk NBA playoffs, and we also discuss what will probably go down as one of the greatest moments in sports. Tiger Woods wins his fifth Masters. And the funny thing about this Tiger Woods win is that it, it's not a typical Tiger Woods win. No. Right. So when you look at his history, let me give some stats real quick. So he's 14-1 and one when going to the final round of a major with at least a share to lead. So his past 14-1, and one, that's been him leading or tied for the lead. Right. He has never, ever won going to that final round being behind. So he was behind two strokes, and then somewhere between that, he was actually behind three strokes. Yeah, it was 14-11. Right. Yeah. So him, for him to overcome all of that and then come back and win it and do it in a fashion he's never done before, that was pure mental. Yeah. That was everybody else around him. They felt the... They were like, what is this? What's going on here? The crowd, they were, I've got the guy's name, but there was a guy that was playing with him. I think it was Marinari. There's a shot that he hit or missed, and the crowd was cheering. I was like, oh my God. And that was just the atmosphere. It was a tiger effect, and everybody was affected by it. I mean, everybody. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the New Channel Sports Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Oenyi. What happened? What are you doing? I'm trying to, okay. <laughs> My name is Oenyi. Trey's over there doing something crazy. Yes, Trey is back. You can all, y'all know. But uh, this is the New Channel Sports Podcast. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe to the podcast. You can do it on our website or you can follow us on Podbeam. And that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. Chris, what's the deal, bro? It was good, man. Let's get to it. Sitting all the way across from me is your your boy Trey Day. How you doing, Trey? Man, I'm doing I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Just gotta say what's up, you know, the Cowboy Nation. You missed that? You missed that? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Laker Nation at home chilling right now. Blue Devil Nation, <laughs> keep it up, keep it up. You know, I'm just saying, what's up? The brother at home drinking a glass of red wine. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! That's how we're gonna start. No, no, no. This, this is good. This is good. I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything else. <laughs> so, man, let's 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 kick it off with a a little against all odds with Trey. New Channel Sports Podcast presents Against All Odds with Trey. What you got for us, sir? So, I know it's been a while since we did this segment, so I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. So if you're listening and don't know exactly what Against All Odds is, it's an opportunity for us to talk about something that I may or may not be interested in uh, on a daily basis, nightly basis, uh, hours basis. Uh, and that's, that's sports betting and, and the point spreads that go along with that. But I also want to just make sure we're comfortable with what we're talking about so you can follow what we're doing and see how good we may or may not be at picking this. Um, when it comes to sports betting and the odds, how familiar are you guys with the spread itself? Well, I'm a little bit more familiar thanks to you, <laughs> you know, but uh, beforehand, not. So but what is it? What is it? To our listeners, what's the spread? All right, so the spread is basically... 
the amount of points you think a team is going to win by, mm-hmm. right, or lose by. Right. Okay. So you can have the opportunity to pick either the winning team who's minus some points, and typically the teams who's the underdogs always be plus points when it comes to that. Right. And there's like three or four people who make these spreads for everybody, and typically they're pretty close. Um, Chris, are you familiar with what the money line is? Nah, man, you have to remind me. But let me tell you why you gotta remind me, though. Let me tell you why. Um, you know, I might dip into a little thing or two, and I didn't quite know what I was doing. I was like, Trey, you did not teach me, bro. <laughs> I failed. I failed. Oh, and you know what the money line is? I forgot to, man. All right. Um, so the money line is basically, it's just straight up who you think is gonna win. So if you're a heavy favorite, you're gonna be minus money a minus on the money line if you're an underdog you'll be plus on the money line this is what the money line is if you're a heavy favorite you're gonna have to bet more money to win more money uh, so sometimes you might be like the warriors are minus 550 because it's pretty much a guaranteed win so you bet 550 dollars to win 100 right not many people are willing to do that uh, but some of the high rollers if they got a lot of money they can guarantee themselves some money because they say you know what i'm gonna go ahead and put fifty thousand, you know on the warriors knowing they're only gonna win you know, ten thousand, uh, but not many people are willing to do that. That is a gambling addict. That is a gam- that, that Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but if you can pick an upset, you might find an upset that's you know plus a certain number, and then they will win you a lot of money. We'll talk about that in just a second. And then the over and under, we know what that is, mm-hmm. right? So there's over and unders for quarters, there's over and unders for halves, and there's over and unders for total games. So you can find yourself be- um, betting on any of those. Those over and unders are really important because they've set them at a point to where you just it could be the Ravens and the Chiefs and the over numbers at like 43 points. So do you think combined those teams will score that many points over that many points or under that many points? And that really gets dicey because you got to take into consideration the weather, injuries, late minute scratches, all those types of things. So under betters have a special place in my heart because they got a lot of guts. Uh, right. I typically am an over better, uh, but I mean, sometimes a couple missed three pointers or fouling at the end or blowouts uh, kind of impact that. But one thing that how this thing changes over time is really really cool so one example i'll use is something that was miraculous in my opinion that happened over the weekend and this gentleman uh tiger woods so as of august 10th of 2018 the odds of him winning a major championship in 2019 go back to august because of the way he was playing was plus 1200 meaning for every hundred dollars you bet you would win twelve hundred dollars that he would win a, a major tournament. Fast forward to this past Friday, those odds were down to plus 350. Meaning if you bet 100, you would if he won a major, anytime this year, you would win $350 for every 100. Allegedly, I haven't seen the ticket yet, but there was a gentleman, and I'm not sure if you guys heard about this. Did you guys hear about the guy who bet on Tiger? I did, I did. And how much did you hear that he bet? $85,000? $85,000 at plus $1,200. I thought that was like a bit, but I wasn't sure. Right. Right. So, right. So, that's just, so if that was true, because I, like I said, I haven't seen the ticket yet, but Floyd Mayweather does this all the time. An $85,000 bet would have won him a little over a million dollars. Wow. Yeah. And so that would be, um, that's huge. Like that, that's, uh, that's huge to be able to bet on this type of stuff. But that's the type of money that's being laid out by people like Floyd Mayweather and things like that. The same thing happened this past weekend where on Saturday, the Nets, the Magic, the Spurs all upset the people they were playing. 
so there's several tickets running around online where people did some other rapper bets to try and um, parlay that. Had you waited until Sunday to try and do that, you would have lost because all the favorites won. <laughs> all the favorites won on on Sunday. But what you're going to find um, over the over the next few days, if you look at those point spreads and pay close attention to them, watch how close they are. And I'll, I'll track this for you. I'll, I have the spreads for tonight's game, but also Tuesday night's game. And the next time we do this podcast, I'm going to show you how actually how close these are. It is ridiculous. So the blowouts, they're, they're blowouts. But the odds actually hit very close, one or two points either way, more often than you think. So don't think it's a shoe-in. Don't think it's something that you can automatically get into. Do some homework if you're listening to this and you're getting the itch um, to play some bets like Chris did um, or may or may not have. Don't, um, don't do it. But pay attention to those points, Fred. I'm going to tell you right now. Rockets, Warriors, and Bucks will cover. Everybody else, take the underdog. That's all I'm going to say. All right. That was pretty good, actually. <laughs> he come in here, though. I don't know how good it's going to be. It's nice and educational and everything. <laughs> So you did mention Tiger Woods there. My that man. that is the big story right now. My uh man, Tiger Woods wins his fifteenth uh, major, the Masters, uh, his sixth Green Jacket. Um, everybody's on saying that no one thought he could do it. I, I know me and Trey. We, if you want to look back at the previous Absolutely. podcast, we've always said Tiger has a chance. Tiger has a chance. You know, yeah. uh, we've always felt that way, and he did it, and it was a very very special moment. It was one of the greatest moments in sports history. Um, it's up there with, you know, Ali coming back and, and winning a, a championship. I mean, it's, it was just, it was phenomenal. And people that I talked to, they get kind of emotional about it, man. They're like, man, this is, this is, I'm living through this. Tiger Woods winning the 15th major. No one ever thought it could be done. Most people thought it couldn't be done. Yeah. And for him to go out there and do it and then them show a clip of him hugging his, his father when he He's trying to get us did. to cry, bro. I'm not yeah. trying to get away. I'm just saying. And then they come back and show him <laughs> hugging his son. I mean, man, that was that was phenomenal. I was very, very happy that I could witness that. Very happy I could witness it. Yeah. Um, there's a song on one of the NBA 2Ks. And when you're playing, it's like the greatest comeback since Lazarus, right? Mm-hmm. That's the song I kept playing in my head when I was watching him come back. Like, particularly on the 16th hole. When he made that, sh- when he had that shot and it dropped down and it rolled, it was almost like when it, when he hit it in the air, he was like roll, 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 like oh, yeah, he was yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. it into existence. Right? He just he showed this class. That's what he showed yesterday, man. Mm-hmm. He showed pure, pure class and understanding of the game that you can't you can't buy that, you can't teach that. It's innate, and that's what made it so so special. And it, I mean, you have people who don't watch golf. My wife was literally sitting there with me, like I don't know what's going on, but. Tigers on the prowl. So I'm watching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and that's why he's very, very special. Yeah, um, man. Th- I I don't even know how to explain it, but I, I've been a fan of his. Cause, I mean, it's, it's almost as if I grew up with a guy. You know, when he, I think we're almost the same age, to be quite honest with you. But what he's been able to do for the sport of golf is just beyond me. Uh, I'm that fan that when Gillette. And Gatorade and everybody else dissed Tiger. And I think I've said this on the show before. I stopped using them. I literally stopped using them because I didn't. I didn't. We didn't know the type of person Tiger Woods really was. We didn't, he never let people into his life. Mm-hmm. So when he proved that he was human, and everybody ran out on him, like, what are you doing? Like, how is he worse than what you thought? We didn't know what he was. Yeah. So I started. I supported him even when he was at 
you know, when he was playing in tournaments and not making the cut or withdrawing because he was playing bad or his back hurts, whatever. So to see him be able to do that and for him to see, for my kids to see it, my mom came to visit me this weekend and my sister. We literally watched his entire round on Saturday. When they left on Sunday, we woke up in the morning enough to start watching it. When they left, I literally FaceTimed my mom and my sister driving back to San Antonio so they could see what's going on with Tiger Woods. What he's been able to do for this sport and just for, I mean, the African-American community in general, yeah. to get them involved into something or to have them believe in something like that, man, you talking about wanting to cry? That, that hit me. That hit me hard, especially as a parent. Don't cry on his podcast. I, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but when he when he picked up his son, man, I could just imagine. I could just imagine. I told you, Daddy was man. Like I can yeah. th- that vindication, not just for him, but for his family, for him to hug his mom, for him to be there. I was telling my kids like, one day the Cowboys are gonna make y'all believers like this, because my kids think Tiger Woods is trash. Listen, look, <laughs> <the Cowboys? laughs> listen my, my kids think Tiger Woods is trash. They really, but think about. I've got a fifteen-year-old right. and I've got a thirteen-year-old, yeah. and I got it. They've never in the past fourteen years. He's not so. They got. I have my bobbleheads and everything. Tiger Woods is trash. Tiger, they, and they say that to make fun of me. They're yeah. my kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, but I'm like, what did I tell you? Like it took fourteen years, but goodness gracious, man. Right. And, and the funny thing about this Tiger Woods win is that it, it's not a typical Tiger Woods win. No, right. So when you look at his history. Let me give you some stats real quick. So he's 14 and one when going to the final round of a major with at least a share to lead. So his past 14 and one, that's been him leading or tied for the lead. Right. He has never, ever won going to that final round being behind. So he was behind two strokes. And then somewhere between that, he was actually behind three strokes. Yeah, it was 14, 11. Right. Yeah. So him for him to overcome all of that and then come back and win it. And do it in a fashion he's never done before. That was pure mental. Yeah, that was everybody else around him. They felt the. They were like, "What is this? What's going on here?" Yeah, the crowd. They were. I've got the guy's name, but there was a guy I was playing with him. I think it was Mario Marinari. 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 Yeah. There's a shot that he hit or missed, and the crowd was cheering. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" Yeah. yeah, and that was just the atmosphere. It was a tiger effect. And everybody was affected by it. I mean, everybody. Did you hear Dustin Johnson, who's playing in front of him, said in his interview, he's like, there's a difference between a roar, a roar for me and a roar for Yeah, Tiger. I heard that. I heard that. And I was just like, and, and when I was telling my mom, trying to educate her about the game, was exactly what you were just talking about. I said, tomorrow, if Tiger makes it into that last group for on Sunday, he is, that, that pressure, all the cameras, all the, I'm pretty sure he had more people following him than people that showed up at the presidential inauguration, the last one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But I mean, I've never seen, even in Tiger's heyday, I don't yeah. remember, especially at the Masters, seeing that many people following. I mean, like, even on the and, last hole, there was people like way off in the that's distance. What, that's what made it so crazy because the Masters is the one tournament where people are like, yo, we're here at the Masters. So, yeah. you know, there's a certain level of decorum <laughs> we got to gotta have and everybody's like, to hell this. Yeah. We, we're going all out. Right, people man. running. You got Michael Phelps leaning in you in the background. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But the thing that I noticed is there's a couple of shots. Zounder Shoffley, I think I say his name, mm-hmm. and then Dustin Johnson, you mentioned, they were getting ready to take their approaches and they had to back up. Yeah. Right. Because Tiger just did something right behind them. So not only did they had to re- back up and go back at their approach. Focus and, then you got to yeah. realize on the leaderboard, all of a sudden you see another red by Tiger's name. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, he's really coming. Right. Um, I think the biggest, when you mentioned the Tiger effect, nobody will ever mention this shot. It was Brooks kept on the 18th. Mm-hmm. If he hits that shot for birdie, which is very makeable, mm-hmm. 
there's a playoff. There's right. a playoff. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And he missed it so bad. It was he he shot it like I would shoot. <laughs> and, and you can just the nerves. Yeah. He was just and it wasn't even just okay. I'm shooting on Augusta mm. on Sunday on the 18th. That's already enough. And then you hear Tiger roaring behind you in his head. I'm sure he's like, I got to make this. But if I make it, <laughs> yeah. do I have to go against this guy? It just just missed it so bad. Yeah. And the, the announcer mentioned it too. He's like, he's never seen someone miss that shot. By that wide of a march. Yeah, I remember that. And it was the effect of everything going on around him. It was – and you mentioned a couple of things. There, the the shot you mentioned earlier where Tiger Woods was talking to the ball, yeah. talking to existence. There was a lady right behind him doing the exact same thing. I don't know if you noticed that. She's like, go ball, go ball, go ball. It was just, <laughs> the whole atmosphere was – it was – if you were there – I know it had to be a special moment. Yeah. When you saw kid, you saw kids and parents and people of all races, like literally cheering for this man. I was like, "Is this dude? This dude?" Is, I mean, and I hate to say he's back because he's been competing right. a lot. At he, a just high level. A, he just right. hasn't won a major. Um, even this one, I think, puts him ranked number thirteenth in the FedEx Cup or something like that. But if he's able to play like that consistently, and now he's in those people's heads. Man, I, mean, I think we could see something. He's in great physical shape, it looks like. I mean, I know his back hurts a little bit, but, I mean, he looks like he's in shape his mentally, and if he's able to hit like that, man, we could see another run from him that easily gets him over 18. I really do think that. Oh, man, that's, that's really what I'm, I'm that. afraid. I'm afraid. That's one thing that scares me. I don't want people to have this unrealistic expectation. He won this year, and I think it was, a, and this is his event, the Masters. People are like, that's yeah, his he's event. He's been terrible and, in the Masters well, in the last 14 years. You know, I understand that, but yeah. it's been a couple years where he's been off and hasn't even competed. Like, right. If I can't compete the way I know I can yeah. at this event, I'm not even going to show up. Right. Uh, because ultimately, he won that event yesterday with his pure knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. On 12, you can, it wasn't even just the nerves. On 12, people are trying to go for it, and Tiger knew, nah, this is not the shot you go for. It. Yeah. But the other, Molinari and and one of the other, I think it was Kepka, went for him when Fino. he shot Fino. Yeah. So he was done. Yeah. That's when he yeah. was done. No, he, he, was, he, was, he was a wild. But back. on 12, though, yeah. that's when he lost it. That's when he lost it. He, did he it. came back. And then, okay, you see, okay, then Molinari did it. You're yeah, like, right. both of y'all boys just trying to go for him. Mm-hmm. Tiger's like, not me. Molinari <laughs> did it first, though. Yeah. And my, okay, okay. He did. And then the other guy did. And after they dropped, my wife's like, well, she didn't see the first shot. She's like, so when they hit their second shot, after their third shot, technically, after they dropped, my wife's like, well, why didn't Tiger hit over there? I was like, the Tiger's not messing with that. He knew better. And the people kept good, and the other people before him went in the water. He's not stupid, but I think it's 14. I want to say it was 14. The dude, every round, he hit it on the opposite side of the trees. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. Keep, I was but he, like, was, he was playing he well. On, but he no, did it on purpose, though. You talking about Monari? No, I'm talking about Tiger. Oh, no, no, no. So I'm Tiger was hitting it, and it was almost like in a cart path, but he was also, like, right. every time he hit a line, it was, it was a perfect right, shot. Right, right. But everybody else was going straight down that's the, just, that's and, just his experience. That's right. his knowledge and he of always does that. Yeah, it just, yeah. Even even before this period of time in his heyday, yeah. he used to hit balls off track and everything and get right but back this was this But this was intentional. Intentional. Like, I mean, he was he led in green and regulations and I want to say he was in the top 10 in fairways but yeah. like he was literally hitting the ball flirting with out of bounds or flirting with shots that the average person would be like oh man nah. don't do it yeah, <laughs> nah, let, me, let me get a mulligan but yeah he did it and it was just it was it, it was flawless man I, I'll say this as the people saying he's going to go through 18 because we're going to have a lot of people talking about golf who don't follow it like I follow the sport mm-hmm. 
Brooks Kepka is really good. He's, he's he has amazing. multiple major he's championships. Really you still have Jordan Spieth, even though he's fallen off. I think he can. I'm hoping he gets back to where he can get to. I think and Tiger I think, will help him. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I think yeah. Tiger elevates these guys. Absolutely. Rory McIlroy. Now Rory's going to a tournament. Jordan's going to a tournament. Or not everybody's saying, oh, it's going to be one of those two or Dustin Johnson or Brooks. Like, no, Tiger's here. Tiger's going to get it. So when, when that happens, it takes some of the pressure, it, it off, takes the pressure off those guys. And I think you're going to see the best Rory McIlroy this year because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, there's a lot. Of, there's always a lot of talent in the golf, but particularly now, yeah. there's a lot of talent. I don't, can he get to 18? Like what you were talking about, it's possible. But I just there are too many people thinking, okay, Tiger's back. Tiger 2001, Tiger's back. No, I'm like, whoa, wait, no, wait, no, let's, no, let's no. slow down a little bit. <laughs> but to to be honest with you, Tiger's been back. It's just, if you look at when he initially came back after the surge and everything, his career from then till now, any average golfer would love that Absolutely. to have that. So, and then we look at the guy he's trying to catch, Jack Nicholas. He has 18 majors. He has six masters. Yeah. All right. So he, his last major, he won it when he was 56. Yeah. That was in 1986. He won the masters. So Tiger's 43 right now. And it's a different era. Right. Right. Tiger's probably can play maybe a little bit past that. Maybe. Barring, barring injury. He yeah, has right. to stay healthy. So I think it's very, very possible that he can pass that up. I, I really do think I, so. I think so as well. But I, I, I'm, I have never. I don't think, and this is gonna be hard for me to say, but I don't think I've ever been this happy for a professional athlete in my life. And, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I heard something on the radio. I know this. We not may not want to go there, but let's be real. I saw Jordan shot versus Byron Russell, but I didn't celebrate Jordan that way. Did people celebrate Jordan in the same way they're celebrating Tiger, or was it more so they're celebrating Jordan even more? Ah, well, it's yeah. after the fact. I think, and I think it's more so different because Tiger is an individual sport, yeah, and Jordan was in a team sport. I think I celebrate Jordan more now, and this was any great athlete. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Akeem Olajuwon, Michael Jordan. Even after LeBron James is done you'll be able to celebrate what they've done and what they've accomplished. Well, I'm, not, I, I'm not talking about that. But as far as the moment, no, no, no. no. There's, there's and, and not even just a no, shot, no, no. just even no. in his career. No, 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 no. It's more so, I think, because he is just that one person. And, and I'm going to tell you this, and this is really hard for me to say. I, the the moment for me that there's even a close second to this is probably Kobe Bryant going out with 60 points, even considering the way that it was. But the end of his career, everything he went through, the Achilles and stuff, when he went out with 60, that was like – Damn, like that was a extremely, extremely proud moment for me. But what Tiger did, I, I don't think, and, and I think it's the emotions with the dad and the kids and being a father. And I'm at a different place in my life now too. I just, I, it was speeches. I told my kids like, you, you witness history, and like, so when you're my age, you'll probably tell your kids about this, you know, because it's. I don't know. I don't know that we'll ever see that again because I don't think any. You, I don't think you can get as low as Tiger got. No, he was low. He was really low. And this is not to d- diminish, you know, he had some marital issues. Absolutely. It's not to diminish what he did. Absolutely. But the fact is, sometimes you got to stop and think, okay, what did he do? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you almost forget, like, what did he do? Yeah. <laughs> there's a moment I thought he had domestic abuse. Right. You just thought, like, he must have done something real. I'm not trying to minimize what he did, but my right. point is with, like, what you mentioned earlier with all the sponsors leaving, we were just, a, let's be real, we were a whole bunch of hypocrites. Let's be real. Some of the people saying, oh, he's just a bad guy. You know what you're doing in your off time. He right. just had, what do we talk about all the time? The opportunity. I don't right. have the opportunity. I'm like, oh, look at your wife, my wife listening, yo. I'm not going to cheat on you. <laughs> my point is, I ain't even got the opportunity to do it anyway. Nobody right. wants to come to me. Oh, there goes Chris. You see my point. So I just, ah, man. The comeback was great for me. Absolutely. It's almost similar to kind of 
it's almost similar to Kobe in a way, too, as well. Yeah. You know, Kobe had the same kind of issues going on, and then he kind of came back from it. But um, they it. No, ahead, but but Tiger, Tiger was more so. He was the one being abused with the. With the <laughs> <ball club. laughs> I mean, if you think about 2017, yeah. he's you know arrested for driving under the influence right. of, um, of pain medication. I mean, he had everything. Yeah. Everything Ooh, was shit. That mugshot was bad. That was, yes. it was I really forgot bad. about that. Yeah, bro. I mean, like that. I mean, and and Kobe fortunately never went through anything like that. But I think both of them have seen the deepest. But I mean, look at Kobe Bryant now. I yeah. mean, compared to that, so his his comeback has been his image. It's been yeah. Hey, but I'll tell you this though: if Nike drops you. You did something really bad. Because yeah. <laughs> Nike kept both them boys. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. waiting for that Nike commercial. I'm oh, waiting yeah. for that commercial. Oh, it came out. The, I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, it's good. I have to The watch. commercial is excellent. Have you seen it, Trey? Uh-uh. They posted it right after he won. Nike I didn't see it. Oh, no, I, I did see it. Yeah. I did see it. I did see it. I, I, I did see that. Nike yeah. had that on debt. Yeah. You know Nike's always been ready for that kind of stuff. Because yeah. they had Kobe's ready. Yeah. yeah. yeah I did see that. I did see oh, that. Oh, man. I got to watch that on YouTube now. Yeah. I missed that. It's, it's not as good as LeBron's when LeBron right. came back, right, but right, it's right. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, you're right, though. If Nike drops you, you had to do something horrific. Yeah, you did something yeah. bad. And, and, and that's just what I'm just happy, man. I did, and I'm happy for the game of, you know, the sport of golf. I mean, I'm, there was an NBA playoff game on, and we didn't turn it on until the fourth quarter. After. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> in the fourth quarter. There's so many, even uh, the Warriors were talking about how they, after the game, they had a film session and they normally had the film session. They're like, nah, we're going to watch. We're going to watch Tiger. After that, we'll get back to the film session. It was, it was excellent. But I just don't know anybody, man. Like, I had an argument, not an argument, but a debate with friends online today and a little group me group and like saying Tiger's not the goat. Tiger's not the goat. And like, I, I mean, the goat of what exactly? The goat? Golf. Golf. Oh. Like, I, what he's done? Well, how can who who is the goat? Then I don't. That's the that's crazy. They, a buddy of mine, shout out to Mario, is talking about just it's just based on numbers. An individual sports was based on. Okay, hold numbers. on now, hold on now, so hold on now. Is he hold Jack on Nicholas? now. Yeah. Okay, let me, uh, let me just say something. There are a couple people on this podcast. When I say LeBron's better than MJ, all they want to tell me is six rings. Well, I said an six individual rings. sport. This is an individual okay. sport. Okay, it's, it's still the okay. same. It's still the same. This, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how, how it's the same though. Tiger's the greatest golfer ever. That's that's not a question to me. I, I, I don't th- I I don't disagree I don't, with you I don't, at all. I don't care what anybody says. I understand the numbers game. I do because I I've been on that. All side I'm saying of the is, all I'm saying is if if you're gonna make that argument when I bring up the LeBron argument, stop. Just just listen to yourself, particularly Trey, because Trey be getting on me with the LeBron argument. Hey, let's let's not divert. Let's, let's not divert. The rings. Just saying. It's just look, Tiger Woods is almost like LeBron James and 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 Jordan one. Right, yeah. I feel like Jordan, he was as dominant as Tiger Woods was, six and zero in all the finals appearances. He never had a down. He had a downfall, but he still came back and to be dominant. Yeah. So let's say he did that, he fell off, and he won like close game sevens, like like LeBron did against the, the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. He went on to seven games down to the last shot. That's more emotional. Like this win for Tiger was more emotional for me. Than any other win that he's Absolutely. ever had. And it wasn't just because of how long it happened, it's because it was really kind of close mm-hmm. to the very end. Most of his games are not and, like and that. And my thing with the reason why I say Tiger's the GOAT, but my my opinion on that is so flawed. I did not watch Jack Nicholas. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I can't if somebody says Jack Nicholas is better, I'm not gonna say no, he's not. I'm like, all right, bet. Right, right. You know what I'm that, saying? That's because why I didn't I watch him. What person was it? That yeah. can be the only person, or obviously. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think um, Tiger's transcended games. I mean, he's done what Shaquille O'Neal and Michael Jordan did to their sports. I mean, they've tiger-proofed course just because I mean, the reason these things are 7,000 yards now is because 
he was just doing things amazing. Now you see other people hitting the ball just as far. Just as far. And yes, there's new equipment and technologies change and stuff like that. But I mean, you look at some of those guys. Some of those guys look like Kepka looks like he could play football oh, yeah, somebody. I've never seen anybody look like that. No. I'm like, this guy shouldn't be in this sport. He's like a WWE wrestler yeah. or something. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but those guys, it's it's a different group. But man, what he what he's been able to do, I mean, I don't I don't know what the ratings were, but there's people who, like you said, have my mom's 63 years old. Yeah. I mean, she, she knows Tiger Woods, and she, I mean, she literally wanted, she was literally concerned about whether or not he was going to win. Yep. My sister the same way. But what he's doing and what he's bringing to that sport is what what we need. It's a great diversion for America. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. And, and the one thing I've never heard is that a couple of his opponents, Shawfully, one of them as well, is basically saying, I was I was happy he won. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I'm trying to win a mask. <laughs> Everybody wants to wear a green jacket. And yeah. at the end, they're like, man, this was, I'm, one of the competitors was like, I'm going to tell my kids that I was there. Competing against him when he won his fifteen, yeah, and that and should tell you how insane that that's. Is. And and for the sport of golf to be the way that it is, and I mean, when I saw those players going up and hugging his parents and his kids, you don't normally see that, bro. I'm from, just from, being, from different players. No, sir, it, absolutely. And you, and you know, what's so cool. That. Um, one of my favorite golfers is Bubba Watson. Yeah. I love Bubba, and he was talking about how the past winners were in the clubhouse, and he was like, "Yo, let's put on our jackets, let's go down there, and let's go meet him in the front." Yeah, and all the winners are like, "Bet, yeah, <laughs> jackets," and they went up there. You don't see that in golf. Yeah, I mean, he. But, he has checked every single, as far as an athlete can accomplish, he's done it all. It's almost like he's had the Kobe moment where it's his last game and he scored 60 points. That's mm-hmm. almost a little similar to, like, is he retiring or something like that afterwards? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I always remember this reference when I talk about Tiger. Uh, there's a movie I like, The Legend of Bagger Vance. Yeah. And the guy from Savannah, he's playing. At first, he's playing terribly. And then all of a sudden, he's kind of coming back. And everybody's like, you know what? He's coming back. Everybody starts whispering. He's coming back. When they heard that Tiger, this is we've been talking about this before. Whenever he's within reach of winning, oh yeah, everybody's watching. Oh yeah, like let's see if he's gonna win or not. Yeah, and it just man, it was a special moment. I I really I can't I can't stop thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I just think that I think he he also turned the page for some of those people who were you know on the fence or had kind of gone against him. Yeah, um, because you could even see if you really go back and look at it compared to Thursday, the amount of people cheering for him and rooting for him Thursday compared to Sunday yeah. was like night and day. So it's kind of like people like. Damn, we missed this. Like, and, and I forgive you. Like, I feel like yeah. in a couple of days, so they'll see because it's typically a lot of times the same people, you know, that got passes for the whole weekend. But I mean, like, it just literally changed. And those people that were a chance to see that, um, that's one of those where were you when that happened moments to me. Yeah. And it was an individual, it was golf, golf. <laughs> like, it's just one of those. I remember exactly what I was doing yeah. 20 years from now when someone talks about Tiger winning his 15th major. Like, yeah. So. It was exciting, man. Really exciting. Wow, man. I I, I really I can't stop, I really can't stop thinking about it. I, mean, I was I got up this morning like dancing and singing and like I, it was. You want to know something funny? So I was in church on Sunday and the pastor was like, "Look, at y'all, I'm gonna watch Tiger. If y'all want to check my hand afterwards? <laughs> it's gonna have to be next Sunday because I'm gonna go watch Tiger. That's awesome. That's how dope it was. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. That's crazy." Definitely the greatest moment in sports, I think, right now. It was just the the what it took for him to get to this moment is just it's never going to be duplicated. Mm-mm. It just it just it can't be. Yeah. And I and it's partly because of him, you know. So you're going to look at him and the mistakes that he's made yeah. to get to this point and be like, you know, I don't want that to be me. But then you have to be 
up to his level of greatness as well. Yeah. You know, some people fall off and we don't really care. Yeah. They, they fell off. But for him to fall off, people cared. It, it affected them emotionally. Absolutely. To where they just did not like the guy anymore. Can you yeah. imagine, you know, me and you, Trey, we still had love for the guy. Right. But can you imagine you not liking the guy anymore? And then you come back to this, yeah. you're definitely crying, bro. <laughs> you're definitely crying after that. And the crazy part is in most sports, you don't get this opportunity for a redemption after this long because yes. your career is That's done or whatever. Point. But in, as an, in an individual sport, he's had the opportunity to do this. But the mental fortitude to be able to do that, to be yes. to go through that for 14 years mm-hmm. and like be told you're never going to do it again, your back hurts. The, the press conference he held when he said he was coming back and he was at the driving range and he couldn't even get the ball mm-hmm. in the air. Yeah. Like, and that people were making fun of him. He was in front of all these jokes. And then now he's literally on top of the world. And, and, and one the, the reason why it's so impressive is somebody did this not too long ago, but Roger Federer went up. I think a couple of years without winning yeah. a major. We didn't think he'd win it again, particularly with Djokovic jo- um, yeah. there and Nadal and these younger up and cats. And when he came back and won, it didn't get the same fanfare. Absolutely. But you can tell in his face when they're interviewing, was like, yo, I didn't think I would be back here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And he had that same look that Tiger had, just pure greatness. Yeah. This, their greatness, their will to win won that major event. Right. Yeah. And if you guys doubt that I, I thought Tiger would be back, there's a, there's a podcast I did solo. When we used to do um, take of the weeks, uh-huh. I call I called it Tiger's Not Done. Go back and listen to that. That was done a couple of years ago, maybe when we first started. So, just have any doubts? If you can I, get I always... yourself pregnant, you will. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some me. All right, so are we? Man, Whew. Tiger did it, man. Yeah. All right. I can't promise you they won't come back up, but I'll try to move on. <laughs> no, 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 no problem. If you can make it come back up, hey, I mean. Of all days, uh-huh. that's that's what's gonna happen. So, what else happened this past weekend? Oh, playoffs! Playoffs! <laughs> the NBA playoffs. <laughs> Forgot all about that. So, a couple of games went down this past weekend. A couple of upsets, couple some blowouts. I guess we'll talk about the Rockets first. <clears throat> Here we go. Here we go. Hey, Rockets. Man, I'm make- a season ticket holder. What are you talking about? Oh, God. Oh my God. <laughs> We got we to gotta let Tillman know to kick this boy out. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Rockets make short work of the, the Jazz the other night, game one. It, there was a point in the game where it felt like the Jazz were trying to make a little run to come back. But then the Rockets pulled away again. Uh, they won by about, I want to say about 30? 30, 32. 32 points? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't. The Jazz might get a game at home. We talked about this already. Yeah. So, we don't really have to talk much about the Rockets. Uh, Trey, just so you can be okay. I'm I, I'm I'm fine with it. I I, I hope the jazz I, the jazz will get one game. They will get one game, and I don't think it'll be at home. Oh, I think it'll be the next game right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. It wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. The reason why I don't think it'll be if last year didn't happen, I would agree with you. But because they beat the Rockets in Game Two last year, and the Rockets kind of fell asleep for most of the game, and then woke up and it was too late, I don't think they're gonna fall asleep. But I think Game Three, the way the Rockets went in there last year and beat the brakes off the Jazz last year, that ain't gonna let that happen again. Yeah, Open I don't away. think the, I really don't think the Rockets can afford to. But they just the Snyder came in with a terrible game plan, and to try and force James Harden to go right and then allow him to basically go right. It w- there was little to no. But this is the thing, though. They try to implement what the Bucks did. Right. They don't really have the personnel. They don't have the, the link. One, but one issue was 
Gobert was playing too far back. Mm-hmm. He needed to get a little, he needs to push up a little bit to the point where, or my bad, he was playing too far up, which is allowing the lobs. What he needs to do is go back a little bit to put hard in a situation where he can't necessarily lob it. He has to keep doing the floater because the floater last night was not working no. for him. He kept trying it, but it wasn't going down. I don't know what he wound up shooting, but I saw playoff Jimmy in full effect. I saw playoff Jimmy in full effect when they weren't allowing him to just do whatever he wanted to and drive to the basket. Uh, and my, I'm telling you right now, he'll probably score 50 points in the next game, and they'll lose. I don't think Capella's going to get as many lobs. Fareed's not going to get to the rim like that. I think they're going to be like, you know what, Jimmy? Do your thing. Go for 57 if you want to. But if you only get 87, <laughs> the, then that's going to be the thing. The only reason why I would – and we talked about this in the last podcast. I just don't think the Jazz are a good team. They do. And, and if, if, and if they, they are a good team – the number five seed in the Western Conference not being a good man, team. But, but they're – I don't think they're a good team, particularly they have a really bad matchup against Houston. Yeah, that's, that's a terrible match. That's one, that's a terrible match. other than Donovan Mitchell, they don't have a guy that can get a bucket. You may be right. They could shut down the Rockets. But my thing is, I don't think they'll score enough points. They Who's going to score? They won't. They won't. I just, that's, that's their issue. If they had another playmaker, I, I would agree with you. They just don't have another playmaker. And yesterday, Dan Tony did something that he hasn't done in about 10 to 15 years. Mm-hmm. And he played nine he guys played in the main And rotation. that's all I was going to say. This Rockets team is pretty good. Deep. Oh, they're very oh, deep. They're they're God. deep. What what Trey? They're, they they are. Okay. This team just is remember, pretty. This team is deep. Bro. Mark the tape. This team. Mark is, they're, the tape. They're deep with veterans. Mark the. What's what's wrong with saying they're the deep? Tape. What's going to happen? Mark the tape. <laughs> You're going to have some players who don't have a ton of experience who will disappear when it when they need when y'all need the most. Let's just be honest. And, and, and against I, who the Warriors? Because that's who we'll be facing in the next round. Okay. Fine. So, so house is gonna house is gonna do it for you. No, no, no. I'm I'm oh. I'm, I'm gonna agree with you. I I don't know if he's gonna be hitting the clutch shots, but there's certain there's certain things he's able to do. His ability to put the ball on the floor. He has his own step back if necessary. It just puts pressure on the defense. Okay. And I'm a big fan of Austin Rivers. He's not a main guy. Oh yeah, yeah. But that cat got swag. I like I like Austin. But they Rivers. have they have depth and That's Fareed. What I'm saying. Fareed too. And, and don't forget if if the Rockets need a little shooting on the corner, they instead of having Fareed in, they bring in the name. The Rockets have eleven guys they can play. They they have they have some depth, Trey. Come on, man. Y'all. Come on, man. Let's let's I, got, I didn't say anything. I got EPT tests in my bag for both of you. Cause I, I'm pretty sure it's positive. I'm pretty sure it's positive. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. If you would have brought an actual one out. <laughs> That would have been really good. You would have read it and be like, hmm, both of you are positive. That was a good one. That was a good one. It's, I hate hey, your guts. I want, I, I want them to win. I have, a, I have a, a truly vested interest in making sure they play as many playoff games as possible. I really do. I hope these next, both of the next two series go seven games. Okay, whatever, man. Let me talk about this next series real quick, man. Let's move on. Um, the Thunder and the Trailblazers. Trailblazers win. They won by five points. I think that's going to be one of the more closer matchups in the Western Conference in particular. Um, I was very, very impressed with the way the Trailblazers were able to, because it was a run that the Thunder made to get that game close after they started off so high in the very beginning. But they were able to keep their composure. They won the game. They got swept last year by the Pelicans. That That's in the back of their mind. They talked about it. They do not want the same scenario to happen again. And, you know, you know I'm not going to try to get it. A test, EP, whatever test for um, <laughs> Damian Lillard, but he he played pretty well as well, yeah. especially in that last half. 
he kind of carried the team and put them on his back and said, you know, we're going to take this home. So uh, we talked about this before. Right. I was not impressed with the Blazers. I mean, they had to win the game. If they lost that game, I think they would have got swept again. <laughs> I, I think I really think the, the Thunder are going to beat them in six. My opinion has not changed on this series. The Blazers had to win. They came out hot. Think about it like this. Paul George shot, what, five for 25? Ridiculous, it was a yeah. ridiculous amount. He was Jimmy-esque. But they were playing some – I forgot the guy's name. Um, there's a particular person on that team, the chosen team, that was playing some pretty good defense yeah, was, on him. That's good. Right. That, that's very good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Paul George ain't shooting that again, uh, even with an injured shoulder. Uh, they're, they're just not good enough, the Blazers, to beat this Thunder team. If the Thunder don't win this series, this will but be the I biggest. I always told you that the Thunder have this problem, too. They had no business losing to Utah last year either. They should have beat Utah in the playoffs last year in the first well, round. Well, I, I think people discount Utah's defense. That's oh, what. That's well, what now they discount the defense. But against the Rockets, the defense is not existent. No, because I don't know. I don't know who told them to play the defense against the Rockets. As far as I was concerned, I was well. So you thought me. Utah should have won that series last year against the the Thunder? Oh, it didn't. When I after Game One, it didn't surprise me. It really didn't. It didn't surprise me because their defensive scheme, the way the Warriors, I mean, not the Warriors, the way the Thunder played, didn't mm-hmm. have any outside shooting. You got to be able to knock down shots. Well, all I'm saying is that the Thunder, they're pretty suspect, too. I don't would not be I'm surprised. I'm not arguing that. But, I'm, not, I'm not even arguing that. My point is I think the Thunder are going to beat this Blazers team because this Blazers team isn't good enough. I think if they had Nurkic, I don't think I don't, I think the right. Blazers, I don't think this would be even a conversation. I think they would. I don't think they would have even been playing. In, they wouldn't have dropped to the what the sixth they're seed. the third seed the third seed i mean sorry, they wouldn't they be in the third seed they could have i think they probably would have went to the second seed sorry right and mm-hmm. i i don't think that i don't i think that they would have but the addition and i know it was just a game and it's a rivalry and stuff like that but the addition of enos Cantor was probably one of the most it was a bit it was bigger than the market saw pickup to me yeah yeah he played well but yeah. but enos Cantor. Has in Oklahoma City, Enos right. Cantor played well. Right. Steven Adams didn't have to play the minutes that he had to play because yet, I mean, b- between both of them together, they're going to be okay. But with if McCollum and Lillard can shoot the way that they've been shooting, and they have somebody who can, you know, hold their own down low, and it's not like I mean, Adams is good, but yeah. Enos Cantor can. I mean, he knows he knows everything he's got. He's yeah. practiced with him for years, yeah. right? So I think that this is a bad matchup problem for. This is a terrible matchup problem for OK for OKC. Terrible. Uh, I, I kind of I agree with you, especially if they still had a um, what's the guy's name Nurkic. 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 But I do think when you talk about star power, you talk about Paul George, and you talk about Russell Westbrook. That's what's kind of puts. I did pick OKC in this series. I did. I thought it would be very close. I think it would be a seven game series, and I think that's what's going to separate them. Is especially Paul George. There's something about Paul George this season. He's going to definitely come back and play to that all-star level he's been playing through all will. year. I, I and agree. I think that's what's going to separate. But them. in this series, this is this is a series. Well, I shouldn't say it's not, it's not just a series. The NBA in general, there there are not many series that really truly have a dominant big man. And so it kind of takes me back to NCAA basketball and who can score buckets. And with McCollum and Lillard, you don't have two people on OKC that can score the way these guys can score. You don't even have a streaky shooter. Paul George, okay, Paul George great. Is definitely that. Yeah, but is he a better scorer than Damian Lillard? I think he is. I, I mean, I, I he think can he get is. to the basket. I mean, I, I think, think he, he can get to the I, basket. I think he is. I think they're about the same. I don't it, know what it, their points I agree per game. As far as the seat, I don't even care what the points per game. If the point is they cancel each other out, right? I think Paul George is a little better, but they're they're close the enough. Scoring wise, yeah, yeah, I, agree I could, with that. But I don't think that OKC has another. C.J. McCollum on their roster. They don't have that. But this this is the thing. This is the reason why I think the Thunder are really going to win. 
The Blazers don't play defense. They played the best. I don't know what the score was, but they played the best defense I've seen them play in a while. 199. And, yeah. and, and they ain't getting no better defense than that. And they still barely won the game. There's no way. I man. think there was. I think There's there was no, a little. Can, and Cantor's playing out of his mind defensively. Cantor can score, no doubt, but he don't play no D. He ain't playing D for a whole series. Yeah, but you don't really. Who does he have to play defense against? Stephen Adams, right? Oh, but I do. I do think you're not taking into account what happened to them last year. That that no right there is what they have been their driving point for this year. It might not. Have, it might not go throughout the whole playoffs, mm-hmm. but for this first round in particular, yeah. they're going to play their bus off because they do not want to get embarrassed again. So, so in both of your opinion, I think the answer is simple. But I'm still going to ask a question: Who has more to lose here? Is it Westbrook or is it Lillard? I think it's Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah, it's Westbrook. Yeah. But I don't think anybody really thinks that they're going to win this game. I don't think anybody. But I think thinks Damian that- Lillard has more to gain, though. I don't know, man. Because you, you talked about, um, not on the podcast, I don't know if it was on the podcast or off the podcast, you talked about if San Antonio won, let's say the Trailblazers won, right? Who will be their next opponent? Spurs. The Spurs. Yeah. You, you keep looking at a scenario where the Trailblazers. You're assuming the Spurs beat the Nuggets. Or the Nuggets won. You can still, let's say the Nuggets beat the Spurs yeah. and the Trailblazers win somehow. Yeah. You still look at a scenario where you might look at the Trailblazers as being the West Conference Finals. Yeah. <laughs> It's quite possible. That's uh, somebody said it. I don't know who it was. I can't give him credit, but that bracket is like the bad bracket in NCAA tournament. The bracket you don't care. About. <laughs> That's the bracket you don't care about. And, That's what it is. And it happened because the Rockets blew what should have been an insurmountable lead against OKC, and the mm. Timberwolves choked against. Mm-hmm. The 15, Nuggets, fifteen zero run, yeah. in two minutes and forty seven seconds, yeah. And the Kings just let the Blazers come back like it was going out of style. Like it, it, it didn't make any sense for the the way that it the the reason it ended up the way that it ended up makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. All right. Let's move on, shall we? Yes, Let's sir. move on. So the Celtics, they were going to go to the Eastern Conference. The Celtics beat the uh, Pacers. I think they beat them by like ten. What was it? Eighty four, seventy four. Um, pretty complete game by the Celtics. I thought the Pacers. That's been your team all year, Trey. Talk about them going to the playoffs. I still think this is going to be a tall feat for them. I, I did say in the last podcast it's going to be closer than expected. I still think it's about six, maybe even seven, but I still pick the Celtics to win that series. They they played a pretty good defensive game that first game. So I'm convinced, and I know it's if, but if Oladipo was he- healthy, All right. this 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 would be completely different. Right. What would you say about if? I know. I know. But the, I, I, that, was, that was one of the least – no, nah, it wasn't one of the – it was – yeah, maybe it was. It was one of the least entertaining games mm. um, for me, but I think Indiana Indiana will squeak out. I think they can squeak out two wins. Right. Yeah, I think they'll squeak out two wins. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, after right. after I mean, game one, they could get swept. But yeah, I don't. I, mean, think, I don't think it's an indictment on them. It's just they don't have enough talent. Right. So, right. Yeah. So. But if they're they're not giving up, they're not going to give up a ton of points, which is always going to. Tend to allow them to be in the basketball. And I, you got to give a shout out to Nate McMillan, man. Nobody's talking about him for coach of the year. I mean, you miss. First of all, you're not expected to be in the top four in the East. Then you have your best player be out for a good quarter of the season, and you don't. You only give up one spot. I don't care if it's in the East, West, North, South, bro. That's impressive. Yeah. And nobody's talking about him. He deserves a lot of credit. I agree. So, Bucks, Pistons. That was a beat down. Uh, <laughs> RIP to the Pistons. I mean, I didn't even know Blake Griffin was going to be played. I we really t- did. But we talked about that. Yeah, I mean, I know we. He's his whole career. Yeah, he's been injury prone. Let's let's be yeah. real. He's had one of his best seasons ever. 
And for it to go down like this to where he might miss the entire playoffs, it almost oh, I didn't hear. He nullifies, it nullifies oh, oh, the whole bro, season. Bro. Bro. So there was a flash, and I would talk about this for the podcast, where they came out and said he might be out for the first round. We're like, no player. Yeah. Y'all out for the season. I said this on a podcast, uh, on our last podcast. I thought if Blake Griffin were healthy, this would be a more entertaining series than people think. Without Blake Griffin, I mean, no, no, it's not. Man, they should have let Kimba Walker get in the yeah, that, That's man. what pissed me off. That's exactly what pissed me off. I'm like, come on, man. This has some competition here. It's it gets in competition here, man. Yeah, we're done on that. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if, if, if they keep playing the way that they're playing uh, and the Bucks can make it to the finals, they're going to be so well-rested based on the playoff matchups that they will have. Chris Middleton – could or Antetokounmpo could win the MVP easily in those, but watch Middleton. Just watch. Just watch. Mm. He will be. He will be the reason they win an NBA champ. I'm not saying no, he'll he's win the MVP. Factor. He's definitely but he the well, well, But that's obvious. Yeah, if yeah. they win it, he has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my point. Like I agree with you, but he has to be. Why? Who's Who's they can't, they can't, they can't do what Giannis. No, 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 no. He can't. No, no, Giannis no, no, can't he, do it by himself. That's a, Giannis cannot do it by himself. Middleton has to. He has to raise his level in these playoffs oh, yeah. for them to win a championship. They're not beating, they're not getting out the East unless he does that. <sighs> I, I can see them get out the know. East. Man, y'all are riding, as, y'all are as riding onto Takumpo. That boy, man. That boy, no, no, it's about, we've already, we talked about it on the last podcast. It's about the other teams in the East. Toronto, damn sure didn't prove anything to me. They're sorry. They, 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 they lost the game. But that's the team. But this is my thing. But this is my thing. There's an article on the ESPN right now that Giannis is the best player in the NBA today. Come on, man! I'm not crowning he, you yet, bro. He might be. Who is? He might be. He might be. He might. If be. it's not, if I'm it's not, I'm not putting him over Harden. I'm not putting him over Curry. I'm not putting him over Durant. I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not doing over, it. I'm not putting him over Durant just because I know what Durant could bring to the table. He's just playing this way because of the cast he has around him. Yeah. But right now, that's not ludicrous to me that Giannis is the best basketball player in the East. That dude my, my thing is, in NBA. you got to win a playoff series, man. This one, one is series. This but one that's is one. This every, don't count. That's this is not a playoff series, bro. I'm not giving this to you. But that's for every single, well, the top teams in the East. It's, it applies to them, too. Well, I'm talking about specific players. That doesn't apply to Kawhi Leonard. No, no. I'm talking about for teams. Okay. I'm talking about for teams. All, right, all I'm saying Kawhi is Leonard this. I, said, listen, I know we're not going there, but y'all keep sleeping on Kawhi. Kawhi meets that no, boy no, 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 Giannis no. in the finals and the Eastern Conference finals. I bet you're going to forget about Giannis being the best. We're going to say, oh, oh, Kawhi does exist. Watch. Kawhi. Watch. We'll have to see, Other though. than that air ball he shot. Kawhi. That, it, no, Kawhi. The way he was making buckets at the end of that yeah. game, I was like. But Kawhi is in the same situation that Giannis is in, right? He no, needs help. Giannis has he more needs help. help. Giannis has more help. No, I'm not saying that he doesn't have more help. I'm just saying he needs help. If he's going to win a championship, someone else on that Toronto Raptors squad has to step up. I'm just telling everybody's riding the bucks. Make if Giannis can make a jump shot, I'm not saying nothing. Like you won't hear me talk, but I, he has to prove it. That's all I'm saying. That's fine. They all the teams in the East have to prove it. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not arguing that. I'm, not, I'm definitely not. All right, so let's. I guess we can stay in the East. 76ers fall to the Nets. Joel Embiid did not play really. You know so. That's basically the story of that game. Mm, I mean, I mean, the, Nets are, the, the, the Nets, story of the game is we we talked about that game. Yes. We said it was going to be a lot closer than people think. Yes. But if I I think if Joel be, gets healthy, it's still going to be six games. Okay, let me put it like this: Ben Simmons is a problem. So you think the Nets are going to win the series? I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Come down. <laughs> no, but I, I think I, I'll tell you this though: the one player nobody talks about throughout the season because I follow the Nets, mm-hmm. Karis Levert. 
that dude is a beast. And he went to Michigan, so I have a special like I, lo- I love Michigan basketball. Carousel Verde is a beast. You have D'Angelo Russell, and you have Spencer Dinwiddie. Those three guys can get their own bucket at any point in the game. And the thing about the the Sixers, yeah, Jimmy Butler scored 37 points, but his defense did not. He did not play elite defense. Ben Simmons was supposed to be a elite defender. He ain't playing elite defense. Embiid, obviously, if Embiid is healthy, he's going to do great. But that's too big of an if for me because he's always injured. So the, the, the Sixers are in trouble. If they lose game two, if they lose game two at home, they might be going home. And we talked about Joel Embiid being hurt, and he still scored 22 and had 15 rebounds. In 24 minutes. In 24 minutes. So, I mean, I, I, st- I still think the Sixers are going that series, man. My point is this. If, if it's a close game, mm-hmm. and you love Jimmy Butler, he's going to go get buckets. But with the Sixers, it's not just one guy that can get you a bucket. Mm-hmm. You have three dudes who can get you a bucket at any point in the game. That is dangerous. Understandable. Yeah. Trey, you got anything to say about this? Sixers to me are the most hyped team in basketball right now. I just, I, I, I don't think they're a very good team. I don't think they want it. And I think they got three guys planning an exit strategy um, to catch the first bus out of Philadelphia. I'm just being honest with you. I, I, I mean, I think JJ, Tobias and Jimmy are like, yeah, they, no, they ain't going to work. And we talked about coaching. But last you know what? I don't, too. it's coaching, but I don't think it has anything with Embiid, do with Embiid. I think it's Ben Simmons, man. You think so? Yeah, I do. There's too many moments during that game because I paid special attention to that game where Ben Simmons would do certain things and you can see Jimmy Butler just want to strangle him mm-hmm. because he just he doesn't get it. And I'm starting to believe maybe he doesn't even want it. And you're talking about the want to. He has all the necessary tools. It's almost like he wants to just do something outside of basketball. He doesn't look engaged. It's a playoff game and he's talking about why are the fans booing me? Bro, because you were garbage. <laughs> like I don't understand it. He's a guy I'm worried about. I'm not worried about Embiid. Embiid's going to get his. Butler's going to get his. And the surrounding players are going to get theirs when Embiid is right. But that guy, Ben Simmons, if he was who he's supposed to be, they're going to go to the finals. Let's be real. If he's who he's supposed to be. But he's not. Mm-hmm. And that's why they were, they are where they are. Yeah. All right. So we, we did uh, dibble-dabble with this um, game a little bit. The Magic beat the Raptors 104-101. Um, I mean, Kawhi Leonard played his butt off. He did, yeah. except for that last air ball. But I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know why the Raptors always surprise me. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the Raptors. I just, I said on the last podcast that they better come out and they better, it better be a five or four game series. Yeah. If it, if this thing goes past five games, then they're the same Raptors to me. I don't see them going to the finals. Well, you want, you want to know how many points uh, Kyle Lowry had in game one? How many, many is all of us combined? He had zero. It's Kyle Lowry, dude. Come on, man. Like, you you know how many points he averages in game one? In, the, in, <laughs> in game ones, y'all want to know? How many? Six Wait. points. Mm. The Raptors as an organization are one for ten in game one. <laughs> in game one. They just can't win game one, basically. And Kawhi Leonard, we talk about this all the podcast. He took 18 shots. When I was watching that game, I feel if he would have took 25 to 30, they, he would have had 50 points if he wanted it. And Lowry was 0 for 7. Man. Like Man. That's just, and this is, this is not a new thing. No. There have been multiple playoff games where he's been 0 for 8 or 0 for 7 kind of thing, yeah. and this struggled throughout the whole playoff game. It's something about Kyle Lowry in the playoffs that just don't it just, go together. He just loses his mind. He, he, can't, he, can't, he cannot go to that next level. Man. Like, it's just not there. And th- Toronto better be careful with this because this is, this is a – Excellent reason for Kawhi Leonard to be like, I'm gone. 
yeah. the league. We talk about the sports. They it go could, to the finals. It could change the landscape of <laughs> All right. the NBA. Yes. Not 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 of the Eastern yeah, Conference. Right. It of could the change NBA. the landscape of, of the NBA if they're like, nah, man, because th- this is their this is their audition for this is their free agent speech. Oh, this is everything. Absolutely, and, you're hundred percent right. This, and yeah. right now, that first interview did not go very well <laughs> for for the Raptors. They better hope. OG Ananobi had an appendectomy. They better hope he gets right because he's the athletic guy on the team to move around, and they better get hope he gets right because if Lara keeps playing like this, we might see Jeremy Lin. Mm. I, mean, I don't think you want to see that during the playoffs. <laughs> Rockets fans he's, know no, damn well you don't want to see that. He struggled really bad. <laughs> it's Toronto. Ever yeah. since he's gone there, he has not played well. Man, hey. Why y'all hating on Lin Sanders? I'm just saying he he's did played for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Use protection, dog. That's all I got to tell you, man. Um, so we'll see where that series goes down. Uh, the Spurs and the Nuggets. We talked about this series, yeah. too, in depth. The Spurs win. Not a big surprise to, to me and Chris. But we did say that we did pick the Nuggets to win unless the Spurs <laughs> won game, game one or game two. <laughs> and here they come. They win game one. Classic Greg Popovich coach team. Very disciplined this this team right here, mm. they're they're playoff ready. They're not your usual seven seed. You want, can you go back and check the tapes? Can you go? Mm-hmm. Can you go back and check? Okay, can okay, you go back okay, into okay, the, okay, okay. Just go, just go check the tapes. Okay. Hey, check okay. the tapes. Okay, go check them. Check uh, it. But I, I I will say this, and I hate to hear him talk, but uh, I think the series is over, man. <laughs> you think it's over? <laughs> <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Let me tell you why, though. Jokic is Denver's best player. LaMarcus Aldridge is going to match him. The difference is Jokic plays a little up, a little, um, a little uh, high, so he makes some certain assists and things of that nature. But I, I don't think it matters, man. I think when it comes down to it, the Spurs are going to win. And we talk about this, and I hate that Trey's here to say this. Can you imagine a scenario? Let's say the Thunder beat the, the Blazers, right? The Spurs, ah, I said the series is over. It's done. So the Spurs are moving on. Um, Spurs can beat the Thunder. Can you imagine if the Rockets beat the Warriors? I know there's a lot of ifs pounding on ifs, but if the Rockets beat the Warriors and the Spurs see the Warriors, Greg Popovich would be clapping. Yes. <laughs> he would take it. If the if the Spurs beat the Rockets in the finals, I don't think anybody in this room would be stunned. Like, I wouldn't be stunned. If he takes his team to the finals, Greg Popovich, that's where my ifs stop. He ain't beating nobody in the East. <laughs> I, would, I don't know about that. Nah, no, 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 no. I don't know about no, that. No, 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 no. I don't no, know about that. No, 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 no. It, I don't my, know about my that. Ifs, my ifs can only go so far, bro. <laughs> if they if they, if they make they, it to the f- finals, they'll win. They'll win. I think I think they if have the opportunity Spurs, to win. Because, no, no, they will win. Because look, 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 let's let's be real. Let's be real. The Warriors is the best team. In, technically, <laughs> the Warriors are the best team in the NBA. Yeah. Second, you could say was is a rock. Let's let's say the Rockets. If they beat either one of those two teams, yes, they have a chance to win it. And all the credit will go to Greg Popovich. No one will care who else is on that team so, like Greg Popovich. So do y'all that. know anybody out of all the people you know? Do mm-hmm. you know anybody who warned people about the Spurs and how well they were There playing? was this guy I talked to on the bus. <laughs> yeah. You met that same guy? Yes. And he says something about the Spurs waited. I was like, this guy's a genius. <laughs> but other than that, I don't know anybody, bro. Uh, nobody? No, man. Yeah, never. You never <laughs> talked to nobody. Hey, I hey. Me, hey, I mean, I did, I'm just saying that. Oh man, people buried this team a long time ago, oh, and then God. you look up, and then as much as I hate to say it, the Greg Popovich had those guys playing well, and I mean that dunk, um, that uh, white guy, <laughs> that was, that was, that was crazy. But if 
the Spurs aren't the same at home as they are on the road. I don't know exactly what their home record was this year, but they're not that invincible Spurs team at home anymore. So I think that's probably what gives the Nuggets hope. The Nuggets can score 115 or they can score 90. Like it just doesn't make a, a ton of sense. But I think if the Nuggets played their style of basketball, um, they they have a chance. It's it's hard in, in basketball, especially with a seven game series. Mm-hmm. They are in. They're a number two seed for a reason. Um, somebody on this podcast said that they were for real too a long time ago, and people didn't believe. You need to get for yourself. You need to get one for yourself. Yeah. And I've never I've, I've never agreed that they're for real. But all right, and I said, that, and I and they are, but mm. they are literally in. A, a must win. They have to win. Game and two. If, Out yeah. of all the teams that lost game one, they... Absolutely. But let me ask you this because you said something interesting. What is their style? Well, hold on. I'm sorry. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll bring the question up after you go. So, so their their style of basketball is running up and down the floor, similar to yeah. what Golden State does, and relying on those quick threes if they have them, if not getting into their offense a little quicker than what the Spurs are allowing them and to. I, and I ask you that not to jump on you, but who's their second best player? <sighs> Right now, you see my point. Well, no, there's no, a pause Millsap. There. I was gonna say Murray, Murray, Murray or Millsap. But, I, I could, but do that. there's still a pause there, yeah. and that's my biggest issue with this team. Um, when you're playing a Greg Popovich team, you need to have a very clear identity because he's already gonna muck, muck it all up anyway. And if you don't have an identity and you're already confused, you're just that. That's when you have chaos, right. and that's what it looked like when they were playing in Game One. It looked like it looked chaotic. They didn't know what to do. Yeah. And if you're doing that to Greg Popovich, he's gonna crush you every time. Yeah. Every I think, time. I think Barton is gonna have to play. And Will Barton, his the last couple of years have been highlight like career years for him. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he's gonna be if they're gonna win this series, he's gonna have to step. Up and Murray's gonna have to not be afraid to shoot the basketball. They pass up way too many open looks against. I, the I said this. Remember when I mentioned in the last podcast? You thought I was crazy. I think for them to win, they're gonna have need to have an IT sighting. Call me crazy, yeah. but you need somebody to get a bucket in the yeah. playoffs. They, they seem like they were afraid to shoot. Like it didn't make it didn't make any sense to me. The Spurs aren't more a, athletic. It's a pressure. Yeah. The playoff pressure. The Nuggets have been in the playoffs in a long, long time. This yeah. this group is a very young group. Uh, they're playing against a very experienced and savvy team out there with San Antonio. So that's what it was. I do expect I do expect Denver to win game two. I really do. I think they're going to come back, win game two. Those next two games in San Antonio are going to tell this series. They're going to see who's going to win the series from there. But I wouldn't count Denver out this yet. Let's just see what happens. It's going to be the most entertaining first-round series, period. I think it's still going to be the Watch. Trailblazers and OKC. Nah. That's what I think. Those games are going to be close. Mm. They're not going to be close. We'll see. I think the game we saw... This weekend will be the closest game in that series. Oh, so you talked about the first game. So you think – so we had um, – the Seminoles lose the first game. Toronto lost their first game as far as people who are higher seeds. Mm-hmm. And you had the Nuggets as the first game. You think the Nuggets, out of all those teams, they're the team that has to win the second game. Have Absolutely. A chance. I agree. I okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I, uh, I, I think Toronto can – I think Toronto, if they lost again, they could come back. Uh, Philadelphia – Right. Um, they might be in a, a must-win type situation. But, but for me, it's, it's not even a talent thing. It's a coaching thing. It's a coaching thing. Are you going to beat Greg Popovich, right. what, four times? And how many games were left? Five games? Mm, I'm not betting on that. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with yeah. that. But those are the teams that we, we mentioned. All right, so that's pretty much all the games we went through. I want to talk about one more topic before we leave. So Trey won't feel bad, you know. <laughs> the Lakers. Your Los Angeles Lakers are... They're still an organization? They're yeah. Still, they're they still are. functioning? They're, they're still functioning. Right, somehow. Good. Somehow they continue and to move so on. So, let's be clear. We went through all the playoff teams. Did we miss their series? I think uh, we, the Lakers? Is there NIT in them? Um, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, there is no NIT in the NBA. I'm tripping. I'm tripping, man. Oh, but they do have the draft lottery. Though. They do have the draft lottery. All right, all right, they do have that. Right, they yes, they, they do. Be there. All right. So they will be a part of that. Um, <laughs> Y'all got jokes. <laughs> so who is going to be the next head coach for the Los Angeles Lakers? Who's that person going to be? Trey, you, you have any ideas on? Uh, not the person that needs to be. Who's the person the, that needs to be? The the needs to be Mark Jackson. That's who it needs to be. Um, he should have been back in the league a long time ago. Yeah, there's no reason that they shouldn't hire him. But I don't know if he's willing to. I don't know if they're willing to give him that opportunity, or if he's willing to leave what he's got at ABC. Um, and if I was him, I, I don't know. I think he's probably one of the. He's part of one of the best NBA broadcasting trios. Um, that I've ever seen, yeah. to be quite honest with you. Um, I hope they don't go Ty- Tyron Lue. That'll be so disappointing to me. I don't. I don't want. I don't want him as a head coach. Um, Jawan Howard's re- surfaced recently as a head coach. I don't see him being the head coach. Um, and then the third one was Monty Williams. Yeah, Monty Williams. Yeah. That I don't mind. Uh, I don't know if he's head coach caliber, but I think for what he brings to the table. Um, and what he, the leadership and the focus he'd be able to bring, I think that'd be a different story for the. Yeah, the I, th- I think that's one of the few guys in the league where automatically LeBron will respect him. Absolutely. Immediately. That's what um, they need. It, but the problem is, I, I think it's a foregone conclusion that Tyron Lewis is going to be the coach. You may not like it, but at the end of the day, he has LeBron's respect. He's going to run the games the way LeBron wants to run it. LeBron. If you're LeBron, you really want Tyron Lue because you got what Rob Palenka running things. It's not his guy. It's Kobe's guy. And if you're LeBron, you want to have your guy in there as a coach. So I, I think Tyron Lue in there is a foregone conclusion. Yeah, but do, I mean, we all, I mean, if you not, if you didn't know, you probably read, why did Tyron Lue get fired in Cleveland? Well, he got fired after LeBron After, after LeBron left, but why did he get fired? I mean, because LeBron's every yeah. single other coach <laughs> gets fired? I no, mean, I mean, like he had a problem. Adhering to what manager wanted him to do, and he was not like he didn't. He really wasn't supportive of those young talent really getting to play. So he brought in a bunch of older dudes, mm-hmm. wanted people to earn their stripes and stuff like that. What is the Lakers full of? Young players. Young players. And now I know he's in a different situation. He's in Los Angeles. The lights are brighter. He's got a little an older LeBron um, on his team now. So I think that I think they would do that. They would do that to pacify LeBron. I don't think that that's the right move for. The Los Angeles Lakers. I agree with you. But, but I, I agree with you, but none of the names, even as much as I like Monty Williams, none of those names that the three of you I agree. Well, come on, man. That's why I said Mark Jackson would be the answer to me. Uh, I, the Mark Jackson is way too scary, though, because if, if LeBron's not listening to him, you won't have some serious, serious issues. I don't think you can run that risk at this point in LeBron's career. And the crazy part is they have to wait. I mean, they have to get a coach in before free agency starts, but – I think what's going on in Boston and what it's not a foregone conclusion, but the writings on the wall that Kyrie Irving's interested or at least will give the Los Angeles Lakers a meeting. Mm-hmm. I don't see him going to Los Angeles, meeting with the Lakers, meeting with LeBron. And in that case, meeting with Tyron Lue and saying, no, I think that that play is to get Kyrie Irving and LeBron back together. And it's not necessarily the best idea for the Lakers. Is Kyrie. I mean, the answer is better than what we got. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely better what we got. But I think their hope is to get Kyrie, LeBron, Tyron Lu, and, and right off into the sunset. I think that's what they're um with that squad. That's not even Cavaliers two though. 
That's a worse version of the Cavaliers. No, nah, they're a much better version of the Cavaliers. Well, I'm saying I'm saying they're a better team. I'm not arguing that, but my point is in the Western Conference. Yeah, they're a better. T- they're a better team. They're, I think they're. No, I don't, I don't think it's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this: I don't know if that team gets out the West. Is my point. I don't, th- but I don't think they stop with Kyrie Irving though. You now, now you tell those free agents, even those mid-level free agents, you've got LeBron James and Kyrie Irving now, and they're able to deal Lonzo Ball for. You know anything? Oh, you can get rid of Lonzo. They have to. Dang. There's no way you can't keep Lonzo and Kyrie. Ain't no way. Yeah. Ain't no way. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with all the stuff that Lonzo's going through. Um, and I'm 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 hoping that we can talk about this on another podcast. But all I can say is I told you about that big ball of sh- stuff. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, it was it was it was it was a muck. But if when you lose Lonzo Ball, I don't think Lonzo Ball and and, and Lavar and Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue ain't gonna take that. Tyron Lue is not. He's not about that life. Yeah. Uh, but that I think the whole Magic Johnson thing and the way that all went down, it's embarrassing. It is for the Lakers. It, it was. It was very it's truly embarrassing. embarrassing. That's something that can never happen to a first class organization yeah. like the Houston Rockets. I can never see that happening. <laughs> Only the Los Angeles Lakers. First, hey, first class is winning once every twenty five years, and it is what it is. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I, I do agree with you guys. It was a very embarrassing moment for the Lakers. It's going to be very interesting to see how they, they pull back from this. And that first step will begin this head coach. Yeah. If they get the wrong head coach, that pretty much cements LeBron James's career. Yeah. Like, this is how he's going to ride into the sun. And if he's not really concerned about that, and you know he is. I think I think he is. I want to say I think that him looking at this playoffs and him not being there with this Lakers team, I think it does something to him. So I would not be surprised with the right moves if LeBron James comes back next year with a fierceness we've never seen before. Yeah. But he has to have the right players around him. I don't think he's he's really ever had that right group of people around him. So and the dude played. I mean, statistically, had one. No, of the best he had. He's he ever did. Had. He did. He did. He did. I mean. What really derailed the Lakers, for the most part, were were injuries. It hurt. I think if they were not injured, they were definitely were a top eight team in in the West. Yeah. So, just didn't happen that way. All right. Very very. Can good. I say one more thing? Go ahead, buddy. If the Lakers somehow get the number one pick <laughs> in this draft, I'm done with the NBA. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. If they get Zion Williams somehow, I'm done with the NBA. And I already know the NBA is rigged, but then well, it's confirmed. With, with, it's the, confirmed. with the new lottery format it's gonna it's gonna leave some room for speculation it's gonna leave some room for speculation because it's uh it, 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 they all have a chance like before it was pretty much a foregone conclusion who's who's gonna be the top three that's not the case anymore. you think that's the best spot for zion to be in is to be a, a laker no no that would be hell uh-huh. that would be the I don't worst think spot it, I don't think it would be the best hell. spot for him to be in actually you know what? i take that back I take that back I think it would be a good spot for him to be in right now because he wouldn't have a ton of pressure the winning would be expected, but as long as LeBron is there, he ain't got stuff, nothing to worry about. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He has nothing to worry about yeah. as long as LeBron's there. You get LeBron and Kyrie, and then you add on a Zion, that, that kid, he will, he's, to me, he's a more better, he's a better, more better. He's a better <laughs> Julius Randle to me. Um, that's actually, I haven't that's heard good, that, but that's, that's a, a good comparison. comparison. Yeah, that's what, that's what I that's, think. That's an excellent comparison. Yeah. I All think right. Julius is left handed also. Mm. So you think that would be the best spot for him? I, I think it would be a great spot for him. I think New York it would. I, I I don't want to see that happen to him. I don't want unless Kevin Durant goes to New York. I do not want to see that kid end up in New York. 
That'll be terrible. So terrible. besides the LA, then where else besides LA and New York, what would be a, a good spot for him? Um, I think anywhere else in the NBA. I besides really New York that. and LA? Well, I, to Trey's point, New York, if Kevin Durant's there, then mm-hmm. everything we're hearing that he is there, basically. Yeah. So I would say anywhere else in the NBA other than LA. Because in LA, there's instant championship aspirations and i don't know we're going to get the growth that i want it's not even me hating on that like i want to see this cat be what everybody thinks he can be and i don't mm. i think he'll be his growth will be stunted playing with lebron at I, this I point agree. i don't want to see that i agree with that we shall see mr sal i i, I actually think new york will be the best spot for him. Uh, not without not without Durant. i I, th- I think there's some players i don't know if zion's that zion's that player but there are some players that you have to put in a certain situation i just want to see what you got Bro, did if you he, see if what he, they did to Chris Tops? Uh, but that's Chris Tops. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought Chris Tops had it. I never thought Bro. he was a guy. I never did. I never did. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. That wasn't a good one to wow. me. I just, Chris Tops never had it to me. Did you ever think he was a guy, Chris? No. No. I I, I'm not saying that guy, but Chris Tops is really Zion good player. is that guy. Okay. And this is a great way to see if he's really that guy. Okay. Yeah. That's that's why I think it's the best situation for him. Sometimes you think, as far as growth and everything, I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes there's just some players. Put you in the fire right now. Let's see what you got. Yeah, because I don't think he's really don't do that. This college boy. college basketball thing, he's just out there just playing. Like, oh, you you guys ain't on my level. Yeah. yeah, I think once we put him into the league on a team where he has to carry that team, I think that'll be best for him. Well, to, put the spotlight on him. Yeah, to see to see um, Cam Reddish feel like he needed to go watch a Lakers game with. Rich Paul was uh, interesting. So it kind of feeds mm-hmm. into your speculation because Cam Reddish won't be available after the fourth pick, maybe the fifth pick. I don't think so. I, I think he's going to drop. Shoot. If the Lakers are, oh, boy, what? If the Lakers are there, they're going to get him. But I'm already convinced the Lakers are going to have – on ping pong day, the Lakers are going to have the number one. Everybody, and you know, Everybody's going to be there. How did they get it? It's a surprise. It's a miracle. Nah, it's a setup, bro. It's a setup. If Cam Reddish is available with the Lakers and they get the seventh or eighth pick or something like that, that's a, that's a key piece to that puzzle. So – We'll yeah. see. Draft coming up. It's gonna be interesting. When is when is the lottery draft lottery? Uh, it's gonna be some point in the next round, right? In the middle of the next, second round, they always have it. Yeah. In the middle yeah. of the second round. Yeah. Can't wait. Okay. All right, guys. If this is your first time listening to this podcast. Please do not forget to subscribe. You can do it on our website. It's newchannelsports.com, or you can follow us on Podbeam. That is new channel spelled N U C H A N N E L. It has been a pleasure. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the new Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars. And don't forget to subscribe.